Are you with the shits? Because they are. They are. Straight out of the Bronx. It's Heidi and Lexi. And you are now tuned into Ladies Pitch. Here's your host, Heidi Baby. And Lexi, the motherfucking savage. Savage. Welcome to another episode of the Ladies Pitch Podcast. What's going on, guys? This is your favorite mommy, Haiti Baby. And your favorite forgetful fish, Dory. <laughs> and your favorite suburban oh, right. MILF. Hey. Yeah, we came up with another AKA for her, suburban MILF. There we go. I like it. I love it. <laughs> so, um, Dory, do you want to explain the attire that we have the theme we have going on yes on today's episode so today we are um i guess a good angel and a dark angel Mm. i get to be the dark angel this week because i am very honest so i don't know i guess that makes me bad but it's cool it's more fun to be bad and i'm the good angel She's I don't, been really good this week. I, I've been really good for a while. Excuse me. Not just this week. Anywho, <laughs> I'm in all white. I am the good angel this week. And uh, Dory here is the one trying to be the bad influence and influence me to do bad, which it doesn't take much to make me do something bad. So much for a good angel, right? Yeah. Let me just say that these motherfucking wings are about to be clipped. Oh, let me tell you guys how <laughs> when I first put on these wings, I was sneezing up a storm. <laughs> That's how I know that like I'm not going to make it into heaven. Like I'm allergic to, to angel, angel wings. wings. I don't know if it was the angel wings or the goddamn halo, but no, no. <laughs> Let's go with the wings. They're closer to your nose. Whatever. I'm about to take more by the end of this yeah, episode. I'm about, yeah, I'm about to take mine off before the end of the episode because <laughs> fucking itchy as hell this this might be like a king to some some guys out there like just like an angel a dark angel a good angel like i don't you should know let us know yeah if you are there and you are listening and know. and if this turns you on in any way shape or form let us know we'll do we'll, we'll try to have <laughs> a different theme for Very each sexy. one yeah we'll try to have a cute little theme each week just to keep it fun do something different visually for you guys Hopefully, you guys can let us know what you think. Give us some feedback. First things first, I want to shout out the podcast business group that we are in on Instagram. Just want to shout them out really quickly quickly because they've been, um, we've been super cool and like chatting back and forth on IG. So, shout out to Zoe, Conversations with Zoe. Uh, our boys, Jin, Jin TV cast, which... <laughs> <laughs> we coming for y'all stay tuned for that <laughs> recording we recorded with them last sunday it was dope as hell it's definitely juicy they're gonna be coming on ladies pitch real soon shooting this shit with us so i can't i can't wait to have y'all on here just just know all right just know and um fighting words right there anime while black um the fang podcast there's so many others in that group chat oh who hurt you bro shout out to all of them they're super cool super dope we're having a great time networking, getting to know one another, collabing, all that good shit. So, shout out to y'all. Um, Dory, what's good with you, boo? Stories with Dory this week or nah? What we got going on? Yeah. So, mm. Uber. Oh, I wait. I think we have a finale for Uber. Wait, hold on. You know I gotta have your... Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so, <clears throat> this is the finale. He had the nerve to text me and say something very, I don't know, manipulating, I guess, or possessive in a way. He said, I guess you didn't like it. I haven't heard from you in almost a week. I mean, what gave it away? <laughs> I'm like, so my response, part of the reason why I'm the dark angel right now, my response was, I didn't, but 
that's not why I didn't hit you up. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the reason, sir, why you had I didn't. Um, and he sent me a very disappointed, oh. <laughs> um, so it's over. It's so over. Oh, and then I just happened to, like, run into him today at Target. Oh, weird. yeah, yeah. Okay, let me just tell you guys really quickly that I have not visited Target as <laughs> much as I have visited Target <laughs> while being with Vanessa here, with Dory, <laughs> because... Listen, we're in Target so much, like, it's literally our second home. Right, like, we know where everything's at. And not for nothing, like, okay. And even the staff likes us. So, listen, I've gone to her with, tar- I've gone to Target with her in the morning, the afternoon, and the evening. And I feel like the Target poppies are there in the evening. I saw quite a few today. Did you? Yeah, I did. I was like, oh, okay. Like, the poppies are in Target in the evening. Because in the morning, all you see is, like, moms that work from home or, like, you know, right, moms like, that stay home. Yeah, stay at home moms. Stay at home moms and like old people. Those that that's the morning people at Target. Yeah, that's true. And then in the afternoon, it's more like kids or like teenagers. Right. The evening is like the dude, the husbands that you know get off. Well, from yeah, work. because the wife doesn't want to get up after they're home, so then they send the husbands. That's my, my in laws are like that. There we go. That's why I noticed it. I'm like, oh, the good looking men are at Target in the evening. <laughs> so we have to go in the evening. So we have to go in the evening. The single dads oh, possibly are at Target in the evening, ladies. Actually, FYI. I would guess more like the married dads. I mean, does it matter? I'm nah. Just saying. Just joking. <laughs> sort of. <but> joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, guys. Before we shoot the shit, remember, like, subscribe, share, review the podcast on all streaming platforms. Again, you can always find Ladies Pitch on Instagram at Ladies Pitch and on Twitter, Pitch 718. Yo, big shout out to Lube Life because last episode oh, we shouted facts. them out in their product and they actually reached out and like want to partner up and kind of like have us, you know, kind of show off the product. Anyway, just stay tuned to that. But let's let's send them a, a shout out because... Yeah, we'll definitely be seeing a lot more lube. <laughs> a, lot, a lot more lube on this podcast from now on. So, <laughs> yeah. The queens of lube. The, you're the queen of lube. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> you're the, you live that lube life. Oh, hey. hey. Hashtag lube life. I feel like that could be Look part of it. There you go, commercial. <laughs> Hashtag lube life. Uh, nothing is really new with me, not anything that I want to share right now. I'm in a dry spell. I'm hoping to to break that out of that soon. I'm hoping so too. I'm sending her all the positive vibes. Listen, it's not because I don't want to. I'm just, I don't know. I don't even know what it is. I'm just, I don't know. My my cooter is just like my cooter cat is just right now in a little strike. <laughs> my cooter cat hates everybody right now. She's like, yo, I don't want to deal with none of y'all motherfuckers right now. <laughs> I can't. She's not. She's not impressed. Oh, okay. She's not impressed right now. So, well, my cooter's happy. Mm, I bet. Oh my god, talking about that, you probably. I don't know if you could see, but I busted my ass. And those are not rug burns. Wait, are you a little <laughs> half rug burns, half a fall? No, so I, I fell and I like really busted my ass and I have like the ugliest scab there. But um I said so the story behind the fall is I needed to erase the bad sex with good sex. So I went <laughs> I went to get some and while I was you know, trying to get the key to go into the door, I fucking fell. She bust her ass. I literally busted my ass. Then when I went upstairs to his house, I was just like bleeding everywhere. I'm like, my bad. But that did not stop me from getting on my knees and doing my job. So that's why I said maybe a little rug burn. But for the most part, good fall. for you. You're a soldier. Trooper, man. How's the? I would do so too. Like, yo, I have. Have you ever like had sex and you really like? 
you're in pain in some sort and you're like, I'm gonna pull through this fuck shit. Yeah. Like, fuck oh, all that. Mama ain't raised no bunk. Right. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That has happened to me. I'll be like, yo, fuck that. Like, yeah, fuck you, pain. I'll fuck through a cramp. Like, <laughs> Through a leg cramp, like hell no. <laughs> Especially if that that shit is hitting. I don't Yo. give a shit about none of that. We gonna keep going. Yeah. So, good for you. Good for you. I'm I'm living vicariously through you right now. Yay. My well, life. I don't know how much sex I'm actually gonna have um, in the foreseeable future. What does that mean? I mean, I don't know if uh, you know if there is sex in my future. For the next few weeks. For the next few weeks? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I'm like, yeah, I guess. I don't, I don't know. It's definitely not going to be any sex with me in the next few weeks. But whatever. I'll live vicariously through you and through the listeners and their stories and my friends. I love y'all. Summer's coming, though. Summer is my vibe. It's the warm weather that's my vibe. Because I, I feel, like, sexier. My skin gets a tan. I was going to say, you get hornier in the summer. <laughs> Possibly, like the sun has some type of effect on me. Well, maybe you should sit in the sun every day, even in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all right. So you know what it is. I feel like this past winter, I've never been a person that really suffered from like seasonal depression, but I feel like this past winter, I really did go through it. Mm, that's yeah, like a lot of people. and I usually like don't suffer from seasonal depression, but this past winter, yeah, that shit kind of hit. They kind of hit me a little hard. Mm. Yeah, believe it or not. So. That's how I'm looking forward to the warm weather. I'm looking forward to like getting some sun, having a nice tan. And then yeah. that'll be my vibe. I need a tan, as you can see. <laughs> as you can see. We're I'm like pale, pale as shit. So let me tell you, this boa is like shedding everywhere. How about you don't move the mic all over the place? Thank you. <laughs> I'm taking off the fucking wings. <laughs> So, yeah, so earlier today, um, we posed a question on the Ladies Pitch Instagram page, and it was inspired by a blog entry that Dory actually submitted earlier this week, which was a love versus trust entry. And it inspired a question that we asked on the page today. Um, Dory's going to read the question. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into some of the comments that, that the people commented on the post. And we're going to get a little deeper into it and, and see, you know, what we get. And you know what? I'm going to read my entry to you guys. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. I haven't done that yet. It's my first reading. Be nice. Yeah. Be I nice. will come for you. And so will she. <laughs> and so will my little gangsters that are sleeping. I'm the good angel here. I don't know who coming for who, but. <laughs> All right. So. Oh, I'm in the wrong thing. The question was, is it better to love someone you can't trust or trust someone you don't love? Hmm. And we have quite a few comments. So we're going to go one by one and we're going to. We're going to discuss them. So what's the first comment? Trust someone I don't love. Trust is everything. That's true. I agree. And then... <laughs> anime while black, I love you. I just fucking love you, I gotta say. Yeah, she was saying that earlier today. I, She's like, I love her. I fucking love you, girl. She's dying to collab with it. I collab really with am. Yeah. Like, I, well, meet with her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so her comment was, oof, trust is hella important to me. I can't be around someone I can't trust. I can't be friends, can't love them. If someone I love becomes untrustworthy, I really have a hard time with maintaining a connection with them. And you responded, heavy on the not even friends. Word. Right. I got trust issues as it is. Listen, it, trust issues are embedded in me by nature. I don't know when they started. I don't know if I was born with trust <laughs> issues. 
I don't know if my can mom you, passed. Can you figure, like, can you just picture, like, baby Haiti talking about, oh, here's the bananas. And she looking at you like, those ain't no bananas. Bananas are not that color. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, my mom did a lot of shit that gave me trust issues. It started with her trying to hit me and me hiding in the bathroom. And she's like, open the door. I promise I'm not going to hit you. Oh. And as soon as I opened that door, it was boom. Yo, trust issues. Yes. Th- that was, like, the worst, man. So I've never done that to my kids, I got to say. Never, ever, ever. If I'm going to whoop their ass, I'm going to whoop their ass. But I don't do that, so. (laughs) Yeah, so I have to say that for the most part, if I cannot trust you as a friend or if I start to feel like I can't trust you in the middle of the friendship, like I'm just going to either remove myself or just distance myself. The mature thing to do. What's the mature thing to do? No, I'm saying that's the mature thing to do. Um, Is it, though? Isn't, like, communicating the mature thing to do? I mean, I guess technically. You know what's my main problem with communicating my feelings? is getting gaslit. Mm. To making me feel like I shouldn't feel those feelings or my feelings are not, like, right. valid because... You didn't mean to do what you did or whatever. Yeah, but you know what? To that, I'll tell you this. Um, I feel like that sits on the back of your mind. And it comes out when you're in this part, in that particular type of situation. So maybe you should kind of be like, I know that this is not my fault. I know that, you know, he's going to try to bullshit me. Like, whatever. Maybe, like, if you were to go in with that mindset and just say whatever it is that you have to say. But and not take the response personal because technically it's not. It's just a, a, an attempt of them to save their ass. Absolutely. But being gaslit, like, it has happened with friends as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of just devalue what I feel about a certain situation or a certain thing that they did. And it's like, like if I'm um, exaggerating or I'm overthinking it, I hate when people actually know that I'm an overthinker and they try to use that against me. Right. Yeah. You're thinking too much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you're thinking too much into it. And then at the end, because let me tell you something, I have had the luck in my life that shit always comes to light. Shit always comes to me. Like eventually. It could take a year, it could take two years, it could take three years, but best believe the truth is going to come knocking at Hades' door. And then all of that shit that, you know, whatever the situation is or whoever the person is, they would be like, oh, no, you're crazy. Oh, you're overthinking. Oh, you're exaggerating this and that. You're being emotional. Boom. All that shit comes to the light. And all that shit turns out to be true. And it's like, oh, so am I really crazy? You know what I'm saying? Like, am I really fucking crazy or <laughs> you're just a piece of shit liar? Like, which one? Lord. Or maybe a little both. Yeah, exactly. All right, continue. <laughs> I went on a rant. <laughs> continue with the comments. Oh, I'm like, I, for, I don't even remember what we were doing. We <laughs> Don't didn't. smoke in pod, guys. Don't smoke in pod. <laughs> no, listen, I would have forgotten regardless. <laughs> True. Um, okay. Penrose Ames said, trusting someone you don't love out of the two options is the only one that makes sense. Trusting someone you don't love is easier and it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. So then I responded, would you say trust is more important than love? Always. And he put in all caps, always. If it's unromantic, then love isn't an issue. If it's romantic, then love can be developed and grow, but will never exist without trust. Which, kudos to you. Sounds poetic almost, right? Yeah, he's very much a poetic guy, though. Okay. Yeah, he's just, that's his, yeah, that's, that's his style. Thing. That's his vibe. I like it. Shout out to you. Uh, cherries to Sense. Ooh. Hey, Yash. Who? Yash. You'll learn all the podcast people. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, she wrote, this is a tough one. Trust someone you don't love. I'm very big on trust. Same. Mm-hmm. That seems to be like the consensus in the comments. Oh, for sure. Love someone you trust if you don't want to be hurt and or disappointed. Mm. Um. Oh, this was from Court and Sesh. Mm-hmm. And you asked for them to elaborate, but I don't think she did. 
So for the most part, everyone in the comments is saying they'll rather trust someone they don't love. Right. With, uh, yeah. All right. So when I wrote my entry, um, I had a, a friend read it. And his response was, if I can figure out what I'm doing with my life. All right. His response was, I think I'd rather love. Love always wins. You don't got to trust me. That doesn't do anything for me. But love does. I said, you can't have love without trust. And he thinks, and he said, yeah. He said, you can know someone is untrustworthy, but still love the person they are. To what I replied, that in order, like you don't meet a person and automatically love them. You, you just meet them, you get to know them. And then as you get to know them, you start liking parts of them. And those parts of them are the parts that you trust. And then as you, you know, as you get to know them, you start trusting them and eventually you love them. Um, you have to love them in, in order to trust them. Like, there's just no way. You think just one can't coexist without the other? No, I, I don't think that that's the case at all. But I just mean like in, in the beginning of anything. Of course, love doesn't love develops when the feelings develop. And they, but they get the to thing. they get to that like point. when you know them, you don't know anything. Like you literally don't know anything because you just you don't know if you can trust them. You don't know if you even like them. You don't. You just haven't spoken to them or anything. I get that. I'm really stuck on this point right now, and it's gonna be really hard for me to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, I'm just gonna give my input on it. Yes, I'm very big on trust. Um, I would have to say for the most part, I I can't love you if I don't trust you. And I can't trust you if I don't love you. For me, they kind of just coexist. I would rather trust you than to love you because not trusting someone, it kind of just evolves into all the, all these other issues. Mm -hmm. So it snowballs into something bigger, I would say. But I, if, if, <clears throat> The people that I keep around me, I genuinely love, right? Like friends, just my circle mm -hmm. of like very close friends, family. I love you. You know what I'm saying? So I trust you to a certain extent. Do I, now, I'm going to be completely honest. Do I trust all my friends to the same degree? Absolutely not. Mm. It's fucked up to say, but I just don't. Like you got a friend you can't trust around your man. You got a friend. <laughs> What? You can't <laughs> my invisible man. Like you just have certain things that you just can't. Not that you can't, but I just don't. For example, I was kidding with the whole man thing. I don't keep those type of people around. But let's say with like certain information. There's certain friends you don't trust with certain information. Yeah, that's Personal true. Personal information. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. You kind it's of like view, you put them in categories. You put them in categories. You get to know them yeah. and you get to love them. Let's say, for example, you see a friend that you feel like they kind of run their mouth a little too much. They're a little too nosy. They talk just a little bit too much. You got to withhold a lot of stuff from right. them. And, let and me, it's not personal. Yes, I was going to say that. It's not personal. It's not. It's not done out of malice or anything like that. And you may not even realize that you're doing it. Mm -hmm. So it's just like. Yeah, some people naturally have, like, word vomit. Yeah. And it's just the way you are. It's not like you're doing it because you're trying to be malicious towards me or whatever. It's just that that's just the way that you are. And once you see that, it's kind of like, okay, this person, I can't really be telling them every little thing that I got to right. withhold. And there's just some people, unfortunately, that you got to, like, keep other things from, let's say, like, um, I don't know, just goals that you might have or whatever like not because again is you know any malicious intent behind it but just because like you ever have people that you kind of tell them the things you want to do and they're just a little bit too damn logical like 
They make like, you feel worse. They make you feel like, oh, they make you feel like, the, like, like it's the, bad. Like it's bad. They yeah. look at the the bad, like the downside to whatever you tell them. Yes. Yes. Like the downside to it. Like, what if it doesn't work out? Like, I want to do that this. Person. Let's say you have a business venture or something. And they're like, but what if it doesn't work out? Or like, you're, are you, you're doing that for nothing. And it's like, listen. Like, sometimes you just don't want to hear that. Like, I, I just want you to like, listen. Right. Not listen to listen, not to respond. Like just right, you know what I'm saying. So, I say all of that to say that there are certain friends that like you have to, you know, you. It's not anything personal, but it's just like I can't just tell you everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I tell you just enough to keep you there, like or whatever. That sounds that bad. sounds horrible. <laughs> all right, but so I'm gonna read my. Because I'm just so proud of it. So let me tell you guys, this is probably one of my favorite pieces. Um, I don't know why I feel like in my head, I was, um, what you call it? In my head, I'm like a writer and I'm like writing for the Times and shit. <laughs> for the New York Times? Yeah. For whoever's Times. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Times for everywhere. <laughs> All right. Oh, I wrote quite a bit this week. You did. I did. You had quite a few entries. Yeah, I, I caught up because I had been kind of taking a break or I don't really know. Um. All right. So I used the picture from it was a tweet from Frank Ocean. He said, I trust you. It's better than I love you because you may not always trust the person you love, but you can always love the person you trust. Which, you know, is basically what we were all saying. Yes, Frank Ocean. Right. I was like, this is so perfect. <laughs> okay. So this is where I start. I always felt like I trust you holds so much more weight than I love you. Let me elaborate. I love you is great, but love is an emotion that we can't control. Even when the person we love disappoints us or hurts us, we still love them. We can't turn our love on and off. And whilst healing from whatever turmoil that love is always there. It's like a baseline emotion that we try to ignore or push away because we know that the other person isn't good for us or because we're trying to heal or simply because we're not ready to love blindly and deeply and unconditionally. Love is there whether we want it to be or not. Have you ever loved someone who you know you probably shouldn't love? Have you ever had to give someone up because you know they're not good for you? They're toxic or they just simply aren't worthy of the way that you love. There's a lot of controversy about cutting off family members. For my mom, family is everything. She's one of the people who feels like you should stick by family's side even when they're awful. Family is family. You got to love them regardless is something that she's always said to me. I, however, don't see it that way. Maybe at one point in my life I believed that to be true, but that is no longer the case. Peace is very expensive. I don't think I should sacrifice my peace to love and help someone who doesn't care about me or them. As I've gotten older, I've realized that protecting your personal peace and self-worth is not selfish. And that even though we cannot choose our family, we can love them from afar. People laugh when I tell them that my mom has an expiration date when she visits. I seriously mean that. I really do. I love my mom more than anything, and I do anything for her, but we cannot coexist longer than three days in the same space. I used to feel guilty about this, and I would just sacrifice my space and my emotions just to make sure she was happy. Why? Because she's my mom. I no longer do that. I've learned to communicate better with her and let her know when she's being too much and when I need space and even to voice when I don't want or need whatever opinion she's offering. It's taken 30 plus years of me putting myself second, of me sacrificing my peace, my mental health, my entire life in order to please others. When my husband died two years ago, I realized that life is so fucking short. We don't have enough time in this world to consistently put others first. My kids are the only people who deserve my everything because I'm entirely responsible for their upbringing. I'm responsible for teaching them to be decent humans, and I'm responsible for teaching them now that their peace matters and they shouldn't compromise it for anyone. 
Love is not a good enough reason for you to hurt yourself and other to make somebody else happy. That was, you know, highlighted because I feel like it's very important. Um, then we have, I trust you. Trust is fickle, brittle. It's practically an eggshell. Once it's broken, there's no possible way of it being put together again. It'll never be the same. Even if you manage to get past the hardship, the incident that broke the trust, it will just not be the same. You can glue the eggshell back together, but the cracks never go away. For this reason, I feel like trust is more valuable. Trusting someone requires vulnerability, which a lot of people have a hard time showing, even to themselves. Trust requires love. It requires honesty. It requires for you to be self-aware of your flaws and vulnerabilities in order to show them to another person. It takes so little to lose or break someone's trust, and it's important to recover it. It's just never going to be the same again. And then I gave you guys a little exercise and, you know, just just think about it. It's just something to think about. Um, so I made, you know, think of who you consider the person you trust the most in the entire world. Someone you trust blindly with every aspect of your life. And then think about this. Can you think of why you trust them so deeply? Do you feel like they trust you in the same way? Do you love them? If they break your trust, would, you, would your love subside? Can you love them and not trust them? If you can't trust them, is your love enough to keep them in your life? What would it take for you to cut them off completely? After answering these questions, can you honestly say you still feel exactly the same way about this person? Do you love them any less? Did I make you question their loyalty? And then, this is my opinion. If my little quiz made you second guess the person you chose you trust most in the world, then the doubt was always there. I simply made it surface. And then I ended it with a quote from Stephen King. It says, monsters are real and ghosts are real too. They live inside us and sometimes they win. And I like I just, that quote. Yeah, I like it very much too. Mm -hmm. And I just, I agree with it very, very, very much. Sometimes we become our own enemies. We get in our own way and we just fuck up for no reason. But yeah, so that was me writing. I could agree with you. I consider myself I consider myself to be my very own worst enemy. I am my biggest critic. I am my biggest critic. For sure. Mm -hmm. So many reasons though, right? It's like I think it's just ex life experiences and right. just I was gonna say that. Like yeah. it's just whatever brought you to this point in your life this where you are i was i was having a conversation with a friend the other day and i've had numerous conversations with him but one of the biggest things that he always says is that he doesn't when we talk about like healing or like working on ourselves he always says that like he doesn't feel like anyone completely heals mm -hmm. from anything like, for example, like we've spoken, you know, his mom passed away, right? And he says, like, he kind of hates when people always say, like, that you'll heal from that. He was like, I, I just don't think that that's something I will ever hear, heal from. I, I agree it's with him. It's just something that, like, I just learned to live life without her. Right, exactly. But it's never anything that I'm going to completely heal from. And I do agree with that. Yeah, I totally see where he's coming from because yeah. I feel the same way. And it, and I say those words to my son when my son misses his dad and he gets all sad or, or he starts being an asshole and being angry and, like, breaking things because it does happen. Um, I sit him down and I tell him exactly those words. I know you miss dad. We're always going to miss dad. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and but it won't always be sad, you know, like it's not you're never going to stop missing that person. Mm hmm. But you just learn to live life without them. Yeah. And it, they show you like when you go through like grief therapy, they show you this model where it's like they have like it's like this ball in a jar. And it says that when you first lose that person, the pain is so big, it doesn't fit like in the jar. Mm -hmm. And then 
but let's say like it'll fill up the jar and then as time progresses you know it's just the pain doesn't get the pain doesn't get smaller you get bigger Mm. yeah that's cool right sorry i gotta clip my wings guys because it's just not working for me anymore fucking (laughs) itchy ass wings what's going on it's a lot going on over here right now but we're gonna make it work i know uh yeah so he always says that he doesn't like the healing process is something that it's not there's no definite end to it it's something that you're always working on right for the simple fact is like because things it's like you know new york city and and the road you know we're yeah the like they're thing. never they're never gonna finish <laughs> the, the highways and the potholes <laughs> like the potholes will always be around. You just learn how to drive around them and avoid them for the most part. Yeah. So the healing process is something that you, it's an everyday process because you're always going to have like triggers, right? Mm-hmm. So when the triggers arise, that's the real test to our like journey, our healing journey and how we deal with those triggers and how we move forward. So it's kind of like, and it has happened to me when you have like this extended period where like everything is good and you feel like, like you have everything figured out in life, right? Like that doesn't happen to you. You feel like everything is I swear I have moments in my life where I feel like I have everything figured out. I'm like, oh, I'm good. I feel good. And it doesn't take away from the fact that I shouldn't feel like that, of course. But I just feel like I have everything in my life put together. Like, I feel completely I, healed. No, But then I never, you have that, like, that trigger. Then that's what makes you realize that you need to continue, like, working right, on yourself. Because it's like when that happens. And, well, I feel like when you kind of, like, when you're having a good time and you kind of, like, put it on the back burner where mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt as much. And then something brings it back, like, that trigger. Mm-hmm. It comes back, like, double. It like hurts more. Yeah. And that's how you know that, you know, because sometimes like, I you, you kind of, yeah, that's, you kind of just, Put the, you kind of put like the process on hold or you kind of like stop doing the work, depending on whatever it is you're doing, whether you've taken out more self-care, setting stronger boundaries, you know, you write more, you spend more time with yourself. Like you say no a lot more. I swear to God, the number one, like rule, if you want to start like a journey to self-care, number one is start saying no more. Yeah. That shit feels great. Yeah. That shit feels really great. Especially if you're a person, like a people pleaser, and you always want to like say yes, and you have a really hard time saying no to people, start with saying no more often to people. And either mm -hmm. A, you'll start losing the people that you thought was real around you, or B, or and B, you'll start to feel like a lot better about yourself. Right. Yeah, for sure. Just say no. Yeah, and that's a that's a very strong boundary, hard boundary. Like no. Right. I so, said no, and stand on your shit. Like no is no, and that's final. Baby G, my daughter. Mm-hmm. She when it's no, it's no. Yeah. No, it's no. Yeah, you can't you even wanna, convince her. Do you want to do this? No. And I love Can how you didn't help I saw me with earlier? this. I'm like no. I love how she says no because it's a very stern no. Like yeah. no. And like she has a straight face, like no, right? She's very, I don't know, love that kid. I think you, I think it's cool though, because you kind of just don't, you don't give her like that mom pushback, like no, do it because I said you have to do it. Like you respect the fact that she just doesn't want to do it, right? And it's also because she's such a good kid, like she never says no. Yeah, that is. She's true. a amazing. Yo, her daughter is an amazing. Like all her kids are amazing, <laughs> but her daughter, the baby, she she's this amazing girl little girl so like for her to say no is because she genuinely just right doesn't want to do it yeah. and i think it's cool the fact that you respect that i do of her as opposed to you know like our upbringing where it was like no you have to do it because i said you have to do I it said so i know yeah no she doesn't um she doesn't complain much you know see like like i know she like she won't talk back so her no is just a no it's mm-hmm. not a no with a smart with a, yeah behind it, which is my teenager. Yeah, her no, always, it's it's not an attitude no. Like no, it's it's more like listen, no, 
Like, not now. Yeah, yeah. I say yes to you five times. Let me get one no in there. Like, damn. Right. You know what's crazy? So today she had her very first dance ever. It was this. Oh, this is this is a funny story. Oh my gosh. So the other day, she we were in the car, and she goes, Mom, I need to tell you something. And I'm like, okay. And then she goes, okay, never mind. I fucking hate when people do that. Please don't do that. It makes my eye twitch. Um, and so then she kept doing it. You were there. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. kept doing it. She kept doing it. Until she finally opened up and she said um, that she was going to the dance with a friend. And I was like, a friend? Like, what friend? So I asked her for the kid's name. Because I figured if she was going to tell me, like, oh, you know, Rosie wants to come with me. You know, it would have just it, been yeah, that. It, it wouldn't have been mm-hmm. so mysterious. But it wasn't. So she wanted to bring this little boy, Roman. Um, and I was like, okay. I'm like, I, like, how did that happen? And she's like, oh, I just asked him if he wanted to go with me. And surprisingly, he said yes. I was like, what you mean surprisingly? She's like, yeah, because I'm like, do you have a crush on him? She said yes. I, and she was like, um, her best friend, like, gave it away and told the little boy that, <laughs> like, how does my eight-year-old have a love life? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, but, yeah, no, so she, so today was the dance, and I was chaperoning. And I went, and she was, like, dancing next to the kid. And I was like, that's him, right? And she goes, no, Mom, no, no. And then she came towards me, and she just pushed me away. Go, go. Because cool mom here was trying to take pictures <laughs> of the kid and everything. And she's like, don't embarrass me. Go away. Yeah, Go she's like, way. don't embarrass me. And I was like, I know where he lives. He's <laughs> our neighbor. Dory is the mom from the movie Mean Girls. I always saw her like, she's the cool mom. Because she is like, she's like, not 100% like the mom from Mean Girls. But for the most part, she is. Because she's like, super cool. She's lenient. She's like, stern when she needs to be. But for the most part, she's like the mom that like all her kids' friends love. Like they love to be around her and love to be with her and love to come to her house. She's she's that mom. I am that mom. She's the cool mom. I'm the cool mom. <laughs> so what were we saying? What was I saying before that? Baby G. Oh. Get it right. together. <laughs> so whatever. So she pushed me away. Um, and then another thing that I noticed at the dance was that. So my daughter is very much like for herself, whatever brings her like pleasure or, or, you know, happiness, whatever. So let me see. She went, they were doing the line for limbo and she just was online and I'm like, where are all your friends? She's like, I don't know. They said line up. So I lined up. She ain't worried about nobody else. She want a limbo. She going to limbo. Yeah, she ain't exactly. waiting on nobody to limbo. Right, exactly. I feel that. That's but like if I want to go see a movie, I ain't waiting on nobody to go see it. I'm going to go see it by my dad's self. <laughs> no, I know, but I love that about her. That's a great thing. I That's a great quality to have. Her. But then I was thinking and I was like, damn, she going to be that friend that just be leaving her friend, their friends behind when they want to stay behind, like the girl from the mystery shit. No, that's totally different. <laughs> she gonna be the friend that's, that's be like, you don't want to leave? Fine, stay. I'm going home. That <laughs> is situation. As we get older, we learn that that's not right. But <laughs> she's comparing apples and oranges right now. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But that's cool. Like she doesn't wait on anybody. She does what she wants to do. Like I think that's super dope, and that gives her like that's her little like sense, her little sense of independence growing. Right. You can say. Mm-hmm. At such a very young age, I always say that little girl's note, so. Yeah. All right, so we're going to get into um, our next topic. Shout out to you, Dory, for that blog entry. That was that was a good read. Thanks. That was a cool read, yeah. And thanks to everyone that commented and, and left some feedback on our post on IG. You still have time to go comment, so go check that out. So, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you've read it. I don't know if you guys have read the story about the woman that um has two vaginas oh yeah so there's this woman out there in the world that is walking around with not one but two vaginas if one vagina is powerful imagine what you can do with two i don't know power of the p-u-s-s-y this woman got two of them (laughs) two so this woman 
finally created an OnlyFans. I don't know what took her so long. Right. I was going to say, because I remember when I was reading about this, it was like they never noticed because I don't I don't know. But it's like she was it was always so painful for her to have sex because it was so small. Well, is it because now she's having. okay? so she has one. She decided that she's going to have one vagina for pleasure and the other for business. That's how she's going to do this. OnlyFans. Now, I would be lying to you if I said that I wasn't super intrigued. And I, I don't know how much is her, her monthly subscription. But for research purposes. We don't pay that now. I feel like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's like, I need to see that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a very curious person. I'm so curious imagine, as a so cat. If, so instead of DP, it's going to be TP? TP. <laughs> <laughs> Triple penetrate. Yo quadruple penetration bro she could have two vaginal this is this is insane right now she could have two vaginal anal and one in the mouth one oral that's crazy now that's gotta be a train and i usually don't say train i say threesome but that right there yeah yeah for sure yo that's crazy um yeah i just don't even know how it would be physically Okay, so I am science. I'm science. I'm the person that believes in science. So I'm just here thinking about how uncomfortable it would be. <laughs> like, that's what I'm picturing. How uncomfortable that would be and how would the men have to line up in order to be able to get in each place? Like, the mouth one is easy. But then what about the other three guys that are at the bottom? Listen, visioning it, it, like, it sounds good. Of course, I don't really think it's possible to be able to do so. <laughs> In my own depraved mind, it sounds real good. And I would like to, like, be a witness to that. I would love to be a fly in the room if that was to ever happen just because I'm nuts. But I don't really think it's, like, physically possible to be able to, to oh. like, get DP'd or to be able to, to have... Two dicks at once and two Can dicks. you imagine they try to go in, bolt into her vagina? All right. And it just rips. And, oh, make, and there's only one oh, vagina on. now. <laughs> they rip her into one? Oh, why would you do that? I'm sorry. That's where my brain went. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm looking at you like, what are we doing? We just made them soft out there. Like... <laughs> If we gave him a hard on, we definitely just made him soft right now. Like, what just happened? I mean, shout outs to her for monetizing over her two vaginas, though. I think that's very smart. I think for the most part, like, that's that's a good way to make a quick buck. Right. It's kind of like the officer that, um, that, the one that the got police fired. officer that got fired for sleeping with multiple guys, like police at her job. Oh, yeah. That was so stupid. They offered her, I don't know, they offered her the bag. I forgot what state, but to like strip for the the night or for the weekend or something like that. That's crazy. Yeah, she turned it down. Then she went on a the tour talking about how they made her feel away and kind of just forced her to have. I don't know yeah, what I saw that story she was I saw that the coming up with. She's dumb. If I was her, I would have just started an OnlyFans. You know how much money she would have made on OnlyFans? Has she just gotten on there like? Yeah, I don't and know. And she would have taken taken that route, like, fuck it. Just for the moment. It's you have to, you know what it is? You gotta strike when the iron is hot. And she should have done that. She would have gotten her little 15 minutes. She would have gotten her bag on OnlyFans. Yeah, that is a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, what I know what? If you gotta do what you gotta do. If I was her and I was trying to get revenge on them, I would like get like little hidden cameras. I mean, what was the revenge though? Like she just got fired because she was like fucking dudes at work. You can't, know, but, and literally, that's kind of like, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to, but you're everybody supposed does to. it. Listen, I'm not knocking her. I'm not knocking Megan. That was her name. I'm knocking yeah. Megan. Listen, I ain't nobody to knock Megan. But <laughs> for the most part, like, on paper, you're not supposed to, you know. And they were doing it on, on the clock. We all do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like I said in the, the episode, on my lunch break, on my lunch break, I'm off the clock. <laughs> I'm off the clock, damn it. Not your business. But yeah, I'm going to find out. Stay tuned. 
we will be back because I'm going to find out how much is that monthly subscription because I want to see the two vagina woman in action. And I, like, how, well, she does know because it's, it's her vaginas, but the fact that she was like, I'm going to have one for business and one for pleasure. I think that's hilarious. But it, it, it kind of makes me wonder, like, is there a difference? What do you mean? Like, is there a difference in the feeling? Like, the oh. one that she picked for pleasure, did she pick that one for pleasure? Because in the past, like, I don't know, she comes more? No, 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 no. The best one has to be the business one. That's the one that's making you money. That's got to be the one, that the best one, your best work. Now, like, does one squirt and the other one doesn't? Like, do they yeah. both squirt? No, I don't think so. Does one cream and another one squirts? Who knows? I have I don't know. so many questions. I got to find this woman. I'm going to track it down. Because <laughs> I have so many questions. It's so is important. one tighter? Need to know. Right, like is one tighter than the other? Right, and that's what I was saying. Like, so is the one that she picked for pleasure because it feels better? I don't know. I would assume that. Oh my gosh, she would be able to use like the double dildo, the the like the double sided dildos she, oh, damn. by herself. She can, yeah. Oh my gosh, she has the endless possibilities of things to do on her OnlyFans. My <laughs> mind is just racing and wandering right now. I don't know what's going on up here, but <laughs> I'm just thinking and imagining. So I'm a sick person, y'all. I really am, like seriously. Yo, man. Anyway, stay tuned. We'll get back to that. We're going to find the content and we're going to come back and share it with you. And it better be good. Because one thing I hate is like the OnlyFans the women. Hype. The hype about certain like OnlyFans pages or like the women that post certain things. Like, okay, it's kind of like the close friends. Don't put me in your close friends if you're not naked or like not doing something. Which I know that Instagram, they kind of just, you can't even like show a nipple on Instagram. They take the picture down quick. Mm-hmm. So... You know, you can't really show, like, bare breasts. You would have to put something over the nipple and stuff like that so they don't, like, bring the you know. Why doesn't Twitter down. block all of that stuff, I wonder? Um, like, why is it so open on Twitter? Unlawful land on Twitter. Huh? There's no laws in Twitter. I know, but why? Well, let's see now. Elon Musk running it. I don't so, know. I just wonder. I always wondered, like, why? And, th- and it depends because there's certain things, like, can't say motherfucker sometimes, depending on how, like, Elon Musk Listen, wakes man. up. You can't so, say certain things. You can't curse or say whatever, but you can fuck somebody, suck three dicks. I mean, like... On Twitter, right? Right, and, like, and no big deal, huh? Listen, I mean, I've... <laughs> let me like, tell you something. On. I've been on Twitter for three years. I've put a good, like, ten people down to Twitter. Y'all know, y'all know who y'all are. Y'all know y'all wasn't even in Twitter land until I was like, yo, y'all need to get on Twitter. I had no idea about the Twitter porn. I had no idea about all the I love me good some Twitter porn. Shit. <laughs> who put you on Twitter? <laughs> it's so funny. No, so I already had one, but I never She wasn't used active it. on it. Yeah, at all. I mean, I'm not very active on it now. Um, Cut me my check, Twitter. Yo, facts. For real, Elon. Because I put bad people down to Twitter. She really did. With nasty shit, but either way, I definitely did. doesn't matter. The point is you got traffic through to the website. Yeah. So, my future baby daddy that doesn't know he's my baby daddy yet. Rap superstar Drake. So, he released, the song came out today. He released a song. Mm -hmm. That's called Search and Rescue. It's a little emo song. I love when Drake gets emotional. I don't. I, I love it. it. Oh, my God. I love when he starts, like, talking about the exes and who ain't texting him back. And I just, I just, I don't know. It's something about it I like. He's, like, a good balance of, like, emotional and toxic. That's what it is. Toxic masculinity and emotions, which makes him even more toxic because the emotions are toxic. Okay. Anywho. Yeah. He released a song <laughs> where he said, and this is Petty Drake striking again. <laughs> he posted a clip in the song, an audio clip of Kim Kardashian. Why Kim Kardashian? Oh. I yeah. don't know. But it's a clip of Kim Kardashian 
um, on Keeping Up with the Kardashians talking with her mom. You guys listen to the song. It's already dropped. But why Kim Kardashian? <laughs> like, it's bad enough that rumors have been circulating for a few years that Drake has fucked Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's his way of, like, kind of, he's no longer on good terms with Kanye. Kanye been kind of quiet. I haven't heard his crazy ass in a minute. And he's on his meds again. Mm. Somebody had to make him. Um, I, I kind of like the song. Again, I like all his emotional songs. But I want to know why. Why did he use an audio clip of Kim Kardashian in the song? It fits. Maybe it's just what she said. Like, maybe it was just those words. But then again, why would he use Kim? He could have had somebody else say them. They're just words. Yeah, she, I mean, it again, it's just, stuff. yeah, again, it's just a clip of something she was already saying. It wasn't something that she was like reading or saying for the song in particular. Right, it just so I'm happened saying. to be that so it that's fits why I'm like, the maybe song. It's the words. Maybe but it it's just the words. It's just, you know what it is? I Drake to me is a very calculated person. He's the, That's the Scorpio in him. He's super calculated. So I feel like when he does those, when he takes those those kind of jabs or he's he does those type of moves, it's something that was very well like thought out. So he's not to me, he's not doing that just for any reason. That he has to have a specific reason why he's doing that, and whether it's just to be petty. If it's just to get like clickbait to get more people listening to the song simply because they know there's an audio clip by Kim Kardashian on it. That's insane. Or if there's a bigger reason, he's igniting the feud that he previously had with Kanye West. Who knows? And one thing about him is that he never clears anything up. Right. Whatever you speculate is just whatever you speculate. Because if you speculated, then you think you already know it. So why clear it up? Right. That is very true. Yeah, and um, I don't know what I got to do to get Drake tickets to see Drake in concert and 21 Savage, but I'm going to make it happen because one thing I've said is that I'm going to see Drake in concert and I'm going to I'm going to just manifest it. I'm going to see Drake in concert. You know, I had a dream one time that I had sex with Drake on top of the toilet at Durag's house. The toilet, though? At Durag's house. Yo, yeah. I mean, that's... Your poor toilet. No. <laughs> why was Drake in the Bronx? Who knows? <laughs> and why was I having sex with him at Durag's house? Who knows? <laughs> but I was, like, riding him on top of the toilet. You've never had, like, a celebrity sex dream? Not like that. I've had two... two I've had two um, dreams with having sex with Drake. And I had one with Chris Brown. And Chris Brown is not like a celebrity crush of mine. So I have no idea why I was dreaming of Chris Brown. I don't know. The Chris Brown one was really good, though. Yeah. You hear that, Chris Brown? I remember that. You hear that? Christopher Maurice Brown. Like, dude, I like to call him through his Sony. And why are you picking? Leave your knee alone. I'm Jesus Christ. I just can't help it. I just, I hate it. I hate that they look like that. You know, I always say, let let me tell you guys something. I always say, it's in Spanish, but I always say that when things happen to me on my way to get laid, it's like instant karma por being a cuero. Translate. It's like instant karma for being a hoe. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Por estar de cuero. Yeah, it's just a saying. She's not literally like calling herself a hoe. She's just hoe activities. Right. You would say. Thoughtivities, like Amber used to say. Shout out to Amber. Oh, we miss shit. you, boo. Thoughtivities. Yo, she used to always say that. That's it's so time funny. for the thoughtivities. <laughs> yeah, man. So do you have any summer plans? Anything that you wanna the only thing that I have planned this year is Costa Rica in September. Oh, that's right. You know what? I need a date. I need a date to, to this wedding in Costa Rica. What the? You paying for the travel? Or they got to pay for themselves? They have to pay for themselves. The fuck you think this is? <laughs> Nigga, pay for me too. No. <laughs> because if you start shouting out like I need a date, it's making it sound like you're going to pay for everything too. No. 
That is not the case. Um, she Dominican. She is not paying for you. <laughs> if anything, you better pay for her. Right. I mean, I already bought my plane ticket and, and I booked my room. So it would just be a matter of adding the person on and for them buying their own ticket. Plane ticket? Mm-hmm. So board would be included already? Bed and board? What the fuck? It sounds like you're I'm trying at, to... filling out an application. I'm trying. <laughs> you asking for a date. You don't think we got to give details here? <laughs> Listen. Come on now, we have step in these details, but get full details. Like what comes with it? Does Coochie it. come with it? Yes, that's why I want a date. Oh, oh, see, so they so they do have to fill out an application. Damn it! Yeah, we have questions. If you're interested yes. in going to Costa Rica with Dory, um, DM us. There has there's a series. You might have to go through three interviews, <laughs> a background check. Um, drug test is not needed. Yeah, drug test is cool. Or maybe because we don't want like any like crackheads or heroin addicts <laughs> accompanying us. I don't us. care about that. Go for it. Weed is okay. A little coke is okay, but not <laughs> heroin. <laughs> no heroin. <laughs> I mean, as long as you don't give it to me, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you do have your time. Your, yeah, you know, spend the, the vacation. Don't with- embarrass me though. By being too high at the wedding. All right, so here's the deal. So I want to bring, so I obviously I could bring Haiti. That's like a given. Or I could take my friend Shawnee. Or I could take my daughter. But I don't want to bring a friend or like a thing. I want to bring a date. I want to, my room is nice. And it has a balcony and it has a fucking hot tub on the balcony. I want somebody. It's a hot tub in the balcony? Yes. So I want somebody to fuck me in that hot tub. And I want somebody to bend me over the railing and fuck me then on the balcony. In the fucking middle of the jungle with like just trees all around us. Hopefully no mosquitoes bite my ass, but hey. They will. (laughs) Sure. Nah, those places, they spray like crazy. The one or so, two will get by. So, yes. So that is um, the thing. And since I am single, it's like, come on. And my fuck buddy can't go. I already asked. So. So if you're interested in going to Costa Rica with Dory, DM the ladies pitch Instagram page. And you will have to go through a series of questions and evaluations. Word. This is a fact. We're going to give you a mental evaluation as well. Last thing we need is someone to go cuckoo on her. Um, <laughs> and yeah, background check. Make sure that you ain't got no, you know. Right. And I need to. No priors. A couple of your family And members. we need three references. <laughs> we need about three references. And what I need else? to talk to your mama. <laughs> and she's possibly going to need a dick pic from th- at least three no, different no, angles. No, possibly. Uh, definitely. From three different angles. Make sure you have good lighting. All that good shit. What Trim. else? Um, make sure you manscape. Nut video. <laughs> it's going to go all to her. What else? That's it? I don't know. And then from there, we'll pick three people. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll narrow- bring them on here. Come on down. <laughs> we'll, cre- we'll do a dating show with three. We'll do. Bachelor number one. We'll number conduct two. A, we'll, number three. Listen, this is what we'll do. We'll conduct a phone interview <laughs> with three of you. We'll have it on, on the air, but we'll have it as content that, you know, you already know. Paid content that you would have to see. Mm. And we'll have we'll have three guys interview them, see if they fit. I always wanted to be like that, like in one of those shows where it's like the woman and then like the three guys behind the door and you got to pick one. Costa Rica with Dory. <laughs> Costa Rican. Costa Rica with a Dominican. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> with Dory the Dominican. I would love that. Let's see. I um. But you need I to come with good conversation too because... Yeah, you, you know, can't be boring, and you have to be a little adventurous. And I don't know. I gotta actually like you. Oh, you gotta have a connection, just a little bit. Mm. Okay. Well, let's see how this goes. Um. So, I guess is there anything else? No, that's it. Mm-mm. This little angel is tired. This little angel is tired too. Yeah, this little good angel is tired. She's about to hang up her halo that she's strongly allergic to, <laughs> and her damn wings. And um, next week we'll we'll try to have another theme for you guys. Let us know what you think about this. I feel right. that. Tell us if you like it, and what would you like to see us in? 
Yeah. Because I, to- I, well, I don't know if she's down, but I would love to like dress up like a French maid. Yeah, like this a sexy French maid. This this girl about to take us down a whole other road that like well, we I'm excited. Like that road. I like it. I'm not saying anything oh, bad about say, it. I like that road. I'm just saying she's taking us down a whole different road that this is gonna be like costume needed to be on the on the podcast from now on out. <gasps> Oh my right now. gosh! Yeah, all right. It's if like costume, it's gonna be Halloween every week on the Ladies Pitch podcast. Oh my God, we love Halloween. So, ooh, Gen TV, you should come in costumes. Thing I one and double dare you. Thing <laughs> one and thing two. They are so, they're so scared to come on here. I don't know what is their problem. They're so intimidated by us. I know. They You'll thought they was giving so much BDE when we first met them. And I don't know what happened. We got something for you though, because y'all were talking some hot shit on the live yesterday. Yeah. Right, Mr. I got need to wear two pairs of underwear. Yeah. Talking about he needs to wear a chastity belt to come on the podcast. Shit. Mm, We'll see. We're going to have some good shit for y'all when y'all come on. So y'all stay tuned to that. All right, so we're going to wrap it up. Guys, again, make sure you like, subscribe, share, review the podcast on all streaming platforms. Again, Ladies Pitch, you can find us on Instagram at Ladies Pitch and on Twitter, Pitch718. Our YouTube channel is our handle at Ladies Pitch. That's where you can find um, all of our episodes, all of our visuals, all that good shit. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel, review, share it, drop a comment. It's very, very important for the algorithm that you guys uh, drop a comment and share and all that good shit. Um, so this is your little good angel, your favorite mommy, Haiti baby, signing out. Hey guys, well, this is um, she said her good angel. She's not no good angel, but bye guys, bye.